The following pre-recorded program is brought to you by Wrestling with the Inner Man. Welcome to Wrestling with the Inner Man, because the first fight we face each and every day is a fight with our flesh. Do we listen to our selfish, sinful nature or to divine nature guided by the Holy Spirit? Your host, David Savage, is a product of the West Texas desert and energy industry who recently received the biggest promotion of his life, reporting directly to the top boss, God. Most people refer to this as retirement today. Co-host, pastor, and evangelist Aaron David Thomas is a bivocational pastor and a marketing manager hewn from the tough streets of Philadelphia. We hope you're ready to rumble because wrestling with the inner man begins now. Good evening, WWM listeners. I love that, Bill, and it's appropriate because this is the final show of the year. It is our 30th official episode since our launch on June 6, 2021, which, Aaron, means we've been doing it literally for a month of Sundays. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Aaron Rick, can you believe that? 30 wrestling matches in it, and we're still here. We're still here fighting for the belt, man. Amen. And all of them, thanks to the generous sponsorship of ERS, Electronic Restoration Services. Thank you, Mike Kenny. Yep, man, truly, ERS, thank you so much for your continued support. Uh, it continues to restore our faith and keep us going. And as you restore people's electronic needs and help them keep going, Thank you for keeping us going. You know, I'm just happy to be part of the WWM, and I, I hope that we have put a little salt and pepper <laughs> seasoning on the things uh, uh, with wrestling with the inner man. Man, Dave, it's just good to be back. Welcome, listeners. I know you're out there, and we just appreciate you. Our man Rick is still in the house. We got we to gotta talk Rick up, keep him, uh, keep him engaged in this conversation because he's the one that tells us, hey, you guys are sucking. You need to move a little better to the left or to the right. So we truly appreciate him. Dave, how are you doing, my man? I'm, I'm doing extremely well here. For the end of the year, I always get excited about you know New Year's resolutions and kind of a fresh start. Amen, amen. I hope you had a good Christmas. And what are you going to get our listeners into on this 30th show, buddy? Well, it's it's really significant. Uh-oh. So the, the end of our inaugural year and calendar year is always a time for reflection. And are we leading people? Um. <laughs> Not meditation. Oh, oh, okay. Reflection. Okay, yeah. You're going to lose our listeners. Let's start falling asleep. Are we leading people to seek a relationship with Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? That's kind of a mission question for us. Are we hitting the mark on content relevance with our listening audience? Are we amplifying the truth found in the Bible to a world filled with lies? That's really why I chose to name this episode Amplified. These are penetrating questions peering right into our souls. So, my brother Aaron, what are your initial thoughts on our partnership ponderings? Amplified. Turn it up. Okay. Uh, you're so right. You know, it's funny. I, I did have an idea because, like I said, you know, we go over some notes and prepare. And as I was driving over here uh, for this evening's show, I, I was reflecting on why we do this, uh, why I do this. I didn't think of it in, in, in your terms, but I, I really like that um, – amplifying that we're amplifying the word of God in a godly perspective and we're touching people to look at uh, Christ and the Bible and, and God for relative answers, but we're making it 
a practical. You know, uh, I, I know one thing Rick said, you know, he grew up in church, heard about the Word of God all the time. People preach, read Bible, blah, blah, blah. But, like, what do I do with all that? Right? Application. Application and how to just look at it and go, hey, God says this. How do I apply it in my life? Oh, do this. This is a thought. This is an idea. You know, uh, that's all it's about uh, for me and I and you. And I know that. It, it's what you seek more and more in your life to win the fight over your thoughts, bringing captive uh, our thoughts as men, as people, uh, as we say, uh, uh, to uh, to the glory of God, right? You know, really living a life that um, glorifies God and edifies our, our fellow man. You know, saying, hey, bro, Amen. you're not the only one having this thought process. Uh, I'm having it. And look, there's a way uh, to turn it up. There's a way uh, 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 to be louder about this in the right way, uh, amplify in Christ, man. And so I, I, I think it's a great way to end the year because it's a great way to start the year. Right. Right. How can I amplify my life in Christ, in my walk, in my relationships and not be boring and not be worldly and not look common, but look like Christ. Woo. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Gotta counteract those lies out there. There's a lot of those. <laughs> you got to get loud to get over those. Yeah. To me, though, there there is something about radio or the podcast format that makes our message better connected to the ancient wisdom really in the Bible that we are trying to share. Back in time, before there was even a written language, the only way you learned anything was through oral tradition and storytelling, handed down from generation to generation, usually around some ceremonial firing for that purpose. People wanted their history to survive, especially when it conveyed an important lesson. And the campfire truly was <clears throat> the first classroom. In fact, I will tell you that some of my best memories and cherished wisdom are from that campfire classroom. Right. And I've written a book about it, The Savage Path, if you guys haven't checked it out. Yeah, make that plug, too. <laughs> <laughs> so when we gather as men and honestly share the things we wrestle with, a bond is being formed where trust and truth are binding us together to make us stronger, better men. Another ancient part of the human being is rhythm. And with the, the drum was the very first musical instrument. And I, I was reading about this just way, way B.C., you know, they right. found drums. And I'm reading a terrific book titled Amplified. And this is kind of why I named this. It's, the, the subtitle is Unleash Your Potential Through the Power of Music. And the author is Frank Fitzpatrick. And I love this book. And I love what he writes. And since our goal is to amplify the truth found in the Bible... I thought this would be a great topic to tee us up into 2022 to have a greater voice to glorify God. So in the prelude of the book, and he uses this musical term you know, as a score, Fitzpatrick states, Rarely are we taught specific ways to use music to cultivate our well-being, amplify our unique identity, or help us perform to our fullest potential in the greatest symphony of all our lives. He goes on to say, you are the instrument of your soul's calling, and music is here to help you become more fully who you are. I really believe that. I mean, yeah. that's worth repeating. You know, you are the instrument of your soul's calling, and music is here to help you become more fully who you are. So if you think about an instrument, it's an inanimate object, but it has to have, you know, somebody plucking the strings or blowing through a reed or striking it, you know, and that's, that's the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, and that's what makes us... Make beautiful music. Okay. So during a musical performance, 
you hear the music, of course, but you can also feel the vibrations and, and see the performers. These inputs profoundly affect the brain and autonomic nervous system. Autonomic. There, there it is, folks. The quality <laughs> of those vibrations and highly complex systems they control, your emotions, thoughts, moods, perceptions, and even health, can be significantly affected <laughs> and shaped by music. Now, Aaron, you are a black man with natural rhythm who won a Star Search contest as a dancing contestant. What do you think of this premise regarding music and rhythm? See, there he goes. Dave, let me tell you something. Not all black men can dance. <laughs> I'm that's, a to cultural, that's a cultural stereotype. Hey, folks, and check this out. You know, me and Dave, we can talk about that and laugh about it and not get all up, uh, get our panties in a bunch because I know the heart of the man, folks. Oh, I just thought I'd throw that in there with our society the way it is and the sensitivity and PC, right? Cool. I know the heart of a man, right? And, yeah, you're right. I do have rhythm, brother, and I can dance, and I'm pr- I-, I was pretty good when I was on Stir Church. I believe that um, we all dance through life at the beat of our own drum, and that music, that vibration, as you said, and sound play a big part in how we feel, act, and think. I, I-, 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 I really got—I like that. I like the way you did that and put that together. I know you got it in a book you read. We get everything we have out of a book we read somewhere, or the Word of God, and, and how that really works because— Music does amplify. I, I, I think about the tone that it sets for me in my in my life, in my day. You know, you turn it on for romance. You know, turn on a certain music to work out, certain music to chill. And I know you're going to talk about all that. But one thing the I sonic diet. Serious, <laughs> right? Amen. And and one thing you know, um, I agree with you on is uh, when you use that campfire analogy, and I picked up on that too. In, in your book, yes, ladies and gentlemen, he has a book, The Savage. Savage Path. Uh, go out and get a copy if you haven't. But yeah, that sitting around talking was a good way for men to get it out and to learn from one another. You know, uh, that lines up with the Bible. Faith come from hearing and hearing from the word of God. We sit and share things with men and encourage each other. Right. We get in this rhythm of conversation. And, and, and letting things out, and you you know it starts with one guy and his flow, and then it, it just starts to flow through other men, and, and we start we start to share. You hear um, to hear someone ha- uh, what has to, has to be speak uh, to hear. I'm sorry, because I said faith through come through hearing and hearing through the word of God, and to hear someone has to be speaking, and music is a way that uh, we speak, and it speaks to our soul. I, I like that. You know, I'm also reminded of one of my favorite psalms. You know, there's a, a Bible psalm that really lines up with it. it, it it's praise the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in his mighty heavens, praise him for his acts of power, praise him for his surpassing greatness, praise him with the sounding of the trumpet, praise him with the harp and the lyre, praise him with timbrel and dancing, praise him with the strings and the pipe, praise him with the clash of the cymbals, and praise him with the resounding cymbals. Let Everything that has breath, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I'm, that's music. That was a song back in the day, way awesome. back in the day, <laughs> B.C. I don't know what kind of music they had to it, but that sounds like it was just powerful. So if music and praise is good for our relationship with the Lord, and he enjoys it, man, and we're created in his image, it's good for our soul as well. And when we amplify music in our life, it turns us up. Just think about what happens when we amplify the word of God in our life. It, too, is music to our soul and will turn us up for life and in life. Whoa, Indeed, baby. man. I love that, that <laughs> song. I, 
I can't say that I'm really that familiar where I've heard that mentioned, you know, so many specific uh, instruments and dancing and everything right there in the Bible. Yeah. David, my man, my namesake. (laughs) So another thing I have observed myself, this isn't from the book, but about life and music is when when we are at last, you know, experiencing something that we have longed for. So let's say, uh, I know you've talked to me about this, a special anniversary vacation. Come on, man. So we wish that we could slow down the experience so that it could be savored like a fresh Cinnabon melting in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) It has to do with slowing the rhythm of daily life. We love slow music, and blues is my favorite kind of music uh, of all kinds because of the slow beat and the trans and the transitions while the the virtuosity of the guitar solo or whatever the solos can go off and just you know rip on it but you still have that beat in the background there those fat strings you know on the bass guitar and the drums so it builds anticipation in such a seductive way to bring about our most natural physical behaviors you know you people start swaying and moving they, they can't help themselves from doing it when it really resonates with them that type of music I was listening to a playlist I have built that I named my favorite instrumental solos. This was like uh, digging up some herbal root in the forest, you know, from a homeopathic <laughs> book on home remedies because the pandemic has truly made all of us sick, but in many distinctly different ways. Many mental illness precursors like anxiety and fear. So I believe it's important to learn about yourself so that you can learn how to take care of yourself. Right. Without the help of others, if need be. You know, we just have to do self-care. And the digitization of music has had a terrible toll on the truly creative musicians who simply enjoy sharing their talent. You know, and I was sitting there and I was thinking during all this pandemic, I said, you know, you never hear any solos anymore. You know, so I started like, Rick, I don't know if you know Traffic. There's a song, Many a Mile to Freedom. There's this haunting flute solo in it, man, that I just think is fantastic. I, I have uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Riviera Paradise. Man, really slow. Ten-minute song. Daniel Castro, Blues for Mario. This playlist is remarkable, and I, and I do it for my, my mental health. It, it just, man, if I listen to that playlist, it makes me feel so good, and I can just really get into the different uh, solos, you know, the individual instruments, which you never hear anymore right. you know, in, in today's, you know, kind of manufactured, digitized music. You know, one song by Mississippi Heat. This is a, a band I just stumbled into a bar in New Orleans and heard live. This guy could He's play still the harmonica. Into bars, folks. <laughs> I don't know if you. I'm sorry. That. I had a career in sales. You know, <laughs> I had to take some customers out. You know? yeah. But this yeah, guy sure. was playing the harmonica. One of the best harmonica players I've ever heard in my life. And his solo begins with an incredibly long single note, blown steadily for over a minute and a half, maybe. Wow. And you know, a harmonica's got a little bitty hole. It's hard to just <laughs> put your mouth on it, right, to hold a note. And your breath to control it for a minute and a half. But it, but it makes you anticipate what's coming up next. You're just like, man, he's really going to just go off on it. And he does. But that long note, it's just you. it helps you savor that uh, experience. And the same again, you know, for this flute solo by Traffic. Again, many a mile of freedom. you got to go check that song out. Okay. But the healing power. Do I have to go to the bar? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, you, know, you, can, just... you can just download it, you know, on Spotify or something. <laughs> The healing power of music is authentic and extremely effective. Right. Uh, In Amplified, Fitzpatrick tells a similar story about a young man who used his playlist to manage his pain 
combat depression, accelerate the recovery process as he goes through the painful chemotherapy treatments for his cancer. And he talks about building these power playlists to help you with different, uh, you know, meditation, um, relaxation, or, you know, to get you up, you know, when you want to work out or, you know, to get your blood pumping. Now, Aaron, is there a biblical reference linking music, dance, or celebration to healing or well-being? I know you came up with this Psalm 150, but yeah, it's... oh man, there, there's absolutely, you know, in Ephesians five, it says, when we are filled with the Spirit, uh, we will be speaking to one another with psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit. Right? That 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 scripture, you know. Also, there are several places uh, where scripture commands us to make a joyful noise into the Lord, right? Uh, that is explained, you know, in, in the Psalms, it even explains, it says, make a, a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth, break forth into joyful, joyous song and sing praises, sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the uh, lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord, the psalm goes on to describe the sea roaring, the rivers clapping their hands, and the hills breaking forth in song. This picture is that all of creation joining together in this noisy, musical worship to God. You know, while, while there's time, there's always time for quiet reverence in the presence of the Lord. There's something about music. God also delights in our outward display of joy, uh, of joyfulness, uh, us, us getting amplified, abandoned as we worship him with all we have. Scripture is filled, man. I'm, I'm telling you, it's amazing when you think about it in the context in what you're bringing this and what music does. Scripture is filled with the amplifying of our worship for him. You know, you think about, uh, it talks about Miriam played the tambourine as she sang and danced and the children of Israel shouted and sang and Solomon lifted his hands before the people and Paul and Silas hacked them fools were singing in jail <laughs> and, and and Jesus was welcomed into Jerusalem with people praising and singing and shouting Hosanna Hosanna I mean so yeah there's tremendous ev evidence in the Bible that amplifying our worship with music song and dance are good for the soul and, and good for our relationship with God and good for our well-being man and, and and you know that's why I always look at people sometimes in church and the praise and worship is going on and they're sitting there like oh what do I do what do I do and I'm like dude praise and worship is for the Lord but when you you can't give God anything where he won't give you something out of it and what it does for your spirit right and what it does for your soul it's just an amazing thing how the Bible truly speaks on that and how you're touching on that, like, and we don't put that together. No, right? no. You know, especially men, we don't put music, God, praising and singing together with our our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Come on, Dave, give well, up some more. I can tell you, uh, <laughs> you know, so just think about, you know, your camp experience. For me, you know, not everybody has, you know, my experience. Yeah, but I on, don't. You go to camp, man, and there's all, you, you always have these camp songs. And singing makes you cheerful. Whether you, when I was being hazed in college in my fraternity, I, you know, we had as long as we could <laughs> sing a new song or make up verses to one, we didn't have to do uh, push-ups or leg lifts or something. And I was right. like, well, I, I got another verse I can make <laughs> up. But, but singing really does make you uh, cheerful. It's it's irresistible. You can't contain it. And uh, I, I love the, the the scripture references, you know, that you pointed out, you know, for our audience. It's really important. Um, in his chapter on music and spirituality, Fitzpatrick says the following. If words 
are the limited language of your mind, then music is the limitless calling of your soul. Oh, uh, that okay. bears repeating. Yeah, I'm yes, going to say it, it again. Yes, if it words does. are the limited language of your mind, then music is the limitless calling of your soul. Wow. Does, does anybody even take time to imagine what the limitless calling of your soul might be? We're, we're all complaining about things all the time. And, oh, you know, we got a pandemic. Oh, we got this. But what is the limitless calling of your soul, man? I like to imagine that. I want to live like that every day, badly. Come on. So if you're still listening to this radio program or podcast, I suspect that you want to live like that as well. But no one has ever encouraged you to consider it. You see, God wants all of us to live like that because that is what came in our owner's manuals. If you want your creation, speaking for God, the magnificent human to thrive like a precious fruit-bearing plant that he is, supposed to bear the fruit of the Spirit, he has to understand who he is and who created him. And this is where we have to combat the lies. And that's what our show is about, folks. We are combating lies. We are going to amplify God's glory and his message and speak truth. In fact, I love the the Mark Twain quote here. It's one of my favorites. It says, the two most important days of your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I here? Let's all live in his purpose, doing his work, shining his glory. Let's let music and rhythm help us amplify our glory for God and remind us that being in his will is our most joy-filled, satisfying life. Aaron, closing thoughts and prayers for being present as your best possible present for others was from last week's, but I want to talk about amplifying music. Amen, man. Like I said, you know, we're closing out the year. It's the end of the holiday season, the beginning of the new year, and all that is around us right now. And and, and so it's a time to amplify, to turn up, to boost, to make more intense, uh, louder our lives with music, singing, and dancing for the Lord uh, in in reverence to the new year that we're going to be given. But that becomes easy to do when we do, like you said, come to know who our creator is and why we are created, you know, exactly the reason that we're here. I know that was a Mark Twain quote, but that really um, is applicable uh, into what we're talking about. That is something to get amped about, actually, because when you find out the answers to those questions, who your creator is and why and why you were created, it really helps you press on and move forward in life. And that's why uh, uh, the WWE is here. Uh, always one to point us to God and his word, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 to show us how to live in a way that is practical uh, and pleasing to God at the same time. And from the bottom of our hearts, man, we truly thank our our, our supporters, uh, ERS, our sponsor, our, our listeners for continually uh Tuning in, you know, remember wrestling with the inner man at gmail.com. Let's get together so we can talk about uh, the new show. Uh, Get at us because we want new ideas. We want next year to be greater than uh, uh, this past year, you know. So listen, we'll be talking to you in 2022. Be blessed. God bless you and keep you. Let me just pray real quick. Father God, I pray that you bless our listeners with a magnificent new year. I pray that their resolutions, uh, their uh, 
plans, everything, Heavenly Father, that you just show them that you can turn it up for them, that you can amplify uh, their lives, that it may, may bring glory to you, that they may rejoice, that they may be blessed, that they may prosper, that they may have success, that it may be well with them and all of us. Lord, I pray for the state of Texas. I pray for the United yes. States of America, that we all just have a great and wonderful uh, new year. Look, y'all. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we do everything. Amen, amen, and amen. We'll see you again right here, Dave. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. (laughs) AM 1070, The Answer, Wrestling with the Inner Man. Thanks for listening to Wrestling with the Inner Man with David Savage and Pastor Aaron Thomas. We believe the winners in this ring courageously follow God's word, love and protect God's woman, Excel at God's work, betters God's world and his children. For more information, reach out to David and Pastor Aaron at wrestling with the inner man at gmail.com. That's wrestling with the inner man at gmail.com. Tune in next time as wrestling with the inner man tackles more tough topics to train up a generation of better men.